here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Well, we haven't done a spotlight series in quite a while. I think we are overdue, so we're going to do one today. Uh, This is where we take four outstanding artists who have been on the show already, and we just cut up little snippets and grab one song from each artist and talk a little bit about it and play it for you. And I've got four really good ones for you guys today. But before we get into that, did you get my email? Many of you have responded to my email telling you about our brand new Spotify Dharmic Rising Stars playlist, our brand new one. It's called Scorpius. So cool. And I'll give you the uh, the top 10 real quick. Lukewarm by Kiana Corley. About a Boy by Crystal McGrath. Let My Love Be the Proof by Radio Drive. Pink Lightning by Danny Ivory. Summertime by Scott Edward Jones. Steady by Natalie Lane. Talk to Me by Genevieve. Peace by Diana Rain. On My Own. Live, that's by Shan, otherwise known as Shani Smith. Kindred Spirits by fingerstyle guitarist Tim Farrell. And number 11, taking up the caboose here, is 51 Shades of Grey by Yours Truly. And uh, that is only 11 on this brand new Dharmic Rising Stars Scorpius playlist. We have three other playlists. Uh, we have Orion, we have Aquila, and we have Lyra. And there's 30 artists each on those playlists. So check it out. Um, You can go over to uh, the website or always check the show notes. We put the links in there for you. So you can check out who's on there and who's climbing, who's doing what with their career. So today we have Sarah Christine. We have the Ivies, Viku, and Aaron Coburn. I'm psyched about this. I love their music. I love the stories, hanging out with them and revisiting the shows that we've already done. So you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride all over the country to visit with all of these artists on the Dharmic Evolution Podcast. out a little bit on Ride On. So we got first out of the gate today, Sarah Christine. She's a artist from Colorado and uh, very, very eclectic and has kind of this EDM slash everything sound. Everything that you've ever heard that is good is um, wrapped up in Sarah Christine's music. And she got me turned on to Amos Lee. And it's funny how you hang out with somebody for a little bit, and all of a sudden their influences become your influences. So uh, I really appreciated that. So let's get into the story right away. She's going to talk about throwing a rager her first night in Colorado and what happened as she was moving in. And uh, this lady is full of creativity, full of energy, and it's always a pleasure to hang with Sarah Christine. (laughs) All right. So we got a little EDM happening on that one. And I get the very, very strong impression that you are um, a bit of an engineer in the studio. Am I far off on that one? No, I'm learning. I have a lot to learn, but um, I'm really enjoying that process. Yeah. As I was watching some of your videos, I just got a very, very strong impression as I was watching. I said, this girl knows what she's doing. And (laughs) and, and the reason I, I felt that way is because I felt just by the way you were sitting and your your posture in the studio told me you're not only um, inquisitive but you're you're very comfortable in the studio. So I, I don't see you just sitting there waiting for everybody to do everything 
for you. You're a bit of a collaborator and you're, you're interested in sound, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, so I important. Think, um, something Gene has really helped me with is um, like aligning myself with really good people to collaborate with. And, you know, I'm a learner. So like just like, you know, if we're in the studio and, you know, somebody says, stop, 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 let's try this or like I never take offense. It's always like, okay, where can we take this together, you know? And it's really fun to see like where where a song starts and where it ends up. Like Summer Nights, for example, start, was actually a ballad. It's kind of a funny story. How Summer Nights was written was um, I had just moved from Minneapolis, Minnesota to Denver. And um, I knew one person, that was it. And you know, I, when I, um, when I moved here, I only had like four hours to find an apartment because everything was moving so fast with having to get out here. So this whole apartment was new. Denver was new. I was getting settled in summer night. And, uh, you know, like we had talked about kind of prior, we were both early risers. So I usually got up at like five or five thirty in the morning and it was a Tuesday night. And my, my neighbor, he actually used to play basketball for the Wizards. Um, he was throwing like a rager. And it was about two in the morning. And that, here I am like laying in my bed, you know, like, like, should I be upset? I, like, I have to get up early, you know. And I was just feeling kind of like nostalgic, like I'm in this new place and I have a new studio. And so I I got up and I knocked on my, my neighbor's door, you know, and uh, and, you know, marijuana is legal in Colorado, as you know. So he opens the door and it's just like, you know, (laughs) and he's like, he calls me S and he's like, S, oh my God, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, um, you're probably trying to sleep and we we can, we can turn it down. And part of the reason why I went like popped by was because I could tell he was playing on a vinyl record player and he was playing John Mayer. I thought it was kind of like, kind of funny. I love John Mayer. So I was like drawn to it. So I was like, no, man, just, you know, just do me a favor and turn it up. And so uh, he shuts the door. And what time was this? What t- two in the morning so, on a Tuesday. So you're saying and turn I had it to, up. <laughs> yeah, turn it up, man. I was just feeling good. You know, I was like, you know, whatever. They're having a heck of a time. Like, go for it. Yeah. Well, my, my studio wall was, you know, was adjacent to, you know, where he was throwing down with all of his buddies. And instead of going back to bed... Um, I went to the studio and and wrote that song. And so, you know, on an old vinyl player, what's up? You know, like now you <laughs> yeah. kind of get the story of uh, of that song. It's one of my favorites. And then so I wrote it as a ballad, but then I actually hit a wrong key on my on my piano and it brought me to kind of a bass kit. And I, you know, I, I think I hit it was like maybe like C, like a C sharp or something or whatever. And and all of a sudden this beat hits and I'm like, dang, like this, this actually is kind of cool. So then I went to bed, revisited in the morning and that's how you hear the whole, you know, kind of pop EDM beat in the back. It's it was generated off of a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Some the mistakes yeah. are sometimes the best part of music, isn't it? There's surprises yeah. that pop out of nowhere. I want to yeah. talk a little bit more about vinyl, but first let's play for you for everybody. Love 
Sarah Christine. Um, love what she does. She's always out there working, and it's always a pleasure to have Sarah Christine on the Dharmic Evolution. Hey, next up, out of the gate, we're going to Texas with the Ivies, and this is a wonderful, amazing family band in every sense of the uh, the phrase, family band. Um, they just have it going on. Very tight-knit family. They all have their individual skill sets and talents, and... Uh, I just enjoyed this so much. I love their music, their production, the sound of their voices together. And it's um, it was just such a, a pleasure to have. And they, they all showed up 
for the interview. <laughs> it was so cool. They were sharing like earbuds together, and uh, you know, it was just such a cool, fun interview uh, to have the Ivies on. Jessica, Jenna, Arlen, Galen, and Hugo was not there. But we gave him a pass because he had other things going on. But I think you're really going to dig uh, the music that these people write um, and just appreciate uh, what goes into their productions because it's just like, it's kind of magical. So enjoy this little section with the Ivies. <laughs> I love the riff at the end of that. It's so cool. So uh, it's got kind of a, a bluegrass feel, like right away. But it, it's it's even more than that. It's got um, it's just got wonderful harmonies. And let me ask you guys. Um, I'll ask Jessica this question: When was the first time that you you must have had the epiphany to say, "Wow, what what did I just hear?" With like the combination of not only the playing but the voices and how they um, they accentuated one another and that blend all of a sudden it's like hey we are the ivies where there's a certain moment in time was it a gig was it at a recording session or were you at home where you know you just happened to say like it hit you in the face and said wow we have a sound i would say for me personally it was when we were recording our colors of honey album okay. and uh, actually colors of honey specifically yeah. And it was the first time that uh, Galen had gotten to lay down drums for us mm -hmm. on an on a record, and just hearing Galen lay down the drums, and then just the layers upon layers getting put down the piano, the guitars, the vocals, and then hearing it all put together, and just of course also you're in a recording studio, so just the sound is enveloping you and it's surrounding you. Yeah. And it was right then that I was just like, okay, wow. And it, for me, it was a huge, it was very different to bringing, once Galen and Jenna officially became part of the band, I think it brought the sound to where it needed to be. Yeah. It completed it, if that makes sense. Yeah, for so. sure. Tell me about um, the instrumentation. Now, I know Galen, you're on drums, and uh, uh, Arlen, you're on guitar. Jess, you're on piano. Yes. And Jenna? What do you want? I just sing. Okay, you sing. And then who else Who else is playing instruments? Is Hugo um, playing something? Yeah, he plays lead guitar oh, okay, and okay. banjo. Oh, and yeah. banjo. That's right. You said at, at the outset. Okay, so that's the whole the whole thing. Um, mm -hmm. That's great. That is just great. Um, do you do any, um, have any, um, you know, cameo appearances from friends that ever come on stage with you guys or, a comp, you know, somebody who shows up and you want to invite them on stage? Has that ever happened? You know, mainly it happens in the studio. Yeah. Like oh, okay. everybody's so busy. Most of our musician friends, especially when everybody was playing a lot more live gigs, and now everybody's doing uh, more live streams and everything else. Everybody's just still super busy. Yeah. And so because of that, though, back when we were doing live shows, we did our live show. They were doing a show that same night. They go, hey, Ivy's, if you show up, can you sing backup for me? We'll try to get to your gig, man. But, yeah. you know, we couldn't get to each other's gigs. Everybody's playing all over the place. Yeah. But uh, friends of ours from Las Cruces, one of them's a great harmonica player, and he's joined us on some records. A good buddy of mine from El Paso, Adrian Esparza, he's played guitar uh, with us on almost every record since... I guess since the Christmas album back in 2000, when was that? 2012. So, you know, we've got some good friends who join us. Leslie Johnson plays bass for us on our recordings. He's played bass with us live a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Wonderful guy and a, a fantastic musician. I mean, I, I tease him. I'm like, my gosh, you're a celebrity on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. He's got like so many followers on yeah. there. The guy, but the guy's just really good, professional and a sweet guy, you know? Yeah. And so we're blessed. We're blessed with the people that we know. A guy from El, El Paso Symphony Orchestra, um, who he's a friend of mine, Michael Way, and he'll come record a cello on some some of the cello that you hear, like on that Colors of Honey album. Right. I think there's three tracks, right, that have cello. Two nice. or three. Nice, beautiful and, instrument. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's amazing. And Emily Booher, <laughs> she's a girl that we met, uh, a young lady that we met at Sonic Ranch Studios. Um, she's a wonderful girl. She also plays cello. When Michael can't make it, she records cello for us and. And she's fantastic as well. So we're lucky. We're lucky with the people that we know. Yeah. Well, Jessica won't let anybody else play piano pretty much, but. Right. <laughs> it is what is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, final thought. I want to ask you guys about your mom and dad. Um, 
They must be very, very proud of you guys and the contributions to the, the musical family that you have made and put out there into the ether for all of us to enjoy. So um, as they watch this continu continuing story you know, develop and unfold, um, what are they thinking about these days? I mean, do they share their thoughts with you guys? You know, what do they, what do they say to you guys? <laughs> uh -huh. You know, what they hope, I think, uh, you know, my dad and I, we work together too. And, okay. uh, you know, when I'm not able to play music as much as I'd like, I'm, I'm out there helping on the farm. Great. And my dad, you know, he really is a, he's a old soul. He really believes in the power of art, which yeah. is why he's, Look, I mean, look at his kids who grew up on a farm playing music and, and Jen is writing screenplays and, and acting and Gans, a uh, film major, you know? And, yeah. and so he and my mom are very encouraging. They encouraged us to read a lot growing up, a lot less TV yeah, and a lot more you. reading, Yeah, you know? And uh, at these days, my dad and my mom, they just want the best for our music mm -hmm. that they think it's amazing as I do too, that we live in a world where we can do things like this, to do an interview with you here today. Yeah. to do to do a podcast to be able to release our music as singles even in the middle of all this i mean had a lot of music recorded um coming into this year that we were planning on pitching to different labels and we had a few things lined up but due to the covid 19 uh, pandemic everything fell apart yeah but we still live in a time where we can still release our music and get it out to people yeah not only our fans but our fans who are sharing it to other people who become our fans and it's a way for us to share what we've created as a group the ivies yeah. you know so i think my my dad's told me he's like anytime you need to do anything he said go do it anything that has to do with with you as the ivies he said i'm i'm they're proud of us and I, they've told yeah. us and I know it too. Yeah. I would say they're definitely our biggest fans and yeah. biggest supporters. They yeah. think, they think that we can do no wrong. So <laughs> yeah, I love that. They've gotten that video with you guys. I think that is so special. <laughs> and here it is called by Jessica colors of honey. Bye. 
What a sound, so pure and um, so angelic. So much thought goes into uh, their work, their production. I really love it. I really love the interaction. Check out the Ivies. Um, it's all, by the way, at the dharmicevolution.com website. If you like any of this music and you're inquisitive about any of these artists, just go to the search bar on the homepage, right up on the top right-hand corner, and type in the Ivies, and boom, it'll come up. Whatever you're looking for will come up. And don't forget, we're on uh, like 23 different platforms uh, throughout the world. So if, if it's Spotify or if it's Apple Podcasts or Stitcher Radio or Overcast or whatever it is, um, you can get the show through any of those Coming up next, oh man, this is a good one too. Just nothing but the hits here today. Um, this young man, his name is Viku. That's V-I-C-U. He's currently residing in Maryland, but is originally from Romania. And he has struggled with some heartbreak, uh, some loss, but he has not let it get him down he put himself through audio school. Um, he's a completely uh, self-taught guitarist and production person. Um, has skills that are way beyond the usual mere mortals. <laughs> and you'll hear it when you hear this next song that I'm going to uh, play. Really enjoyed digging into things. Uh, it was a great interview. It went way over the mark that I usually cut interviews off because uh, we had so much to discuss. Not only gear writing, titles, production, um, just everything under the sun. We just could not uh, get enough of this chat. So I hope you guys uh, dig this. And here's Viku. Blame it on me, man. That was just awesome. And um, I love the great arpeggiated guitar part at the beginning, opening up the song. And, uh, you know, nice riffs like you complimented on the guitar throughout the song. Thank and you. and there's, a, there's a surprise sort of, it's not really a bridge, but it could be sort of a half a bridge or something in there. Right. And uh, it kind of just tilted the song a little to just grab your attention again and say yeah yeah that was very very slam and very cool right and and again going back to like you discovering yourself as an artist um yeah. along the path of helping others and that just that just bends to the idea of when you help other people something good happens in your life you know and i'm Always. sure yeah i'm sure like the bands and the artists that you help develop uh, yeah. We're very, very appreciative of, you know, the mix For of sure. what you brought to the table. And then sure. I could just see you sitting there slicing and dicing going, yep, that belongs in my world. Nope, that doesn't belong in my world. And then and then all right. of a sudden, you know, Viku was born, you know. So, uh, right. yeah, really, really great. Um, on your audio development uh, journey, yeah. like technically, like, what what did you start with and what are you currently using as far as, you know, we'd mentioned uh, some plugins and things that you like to use. Oh, yeah. Uh, but where did you find it most at home, like, you know, equipment-wise? Equipment-wise, um, Focusrite has always been extremely good to me. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a Neumann TLM-102 uh, for Mike. Um, I'm going to get the Slate soon. Um, I'm really excited about that because, you know, I just think it's awesome. And I went out to LA and used the slate and it's absolutely incredible. There's just things you can do with that mic that are just out of this world. Um, but the TLM 102 is, has been recorded on every record thus far. Wh which one was it? The Neumann TLM 102. Okay. I think I have one of those actually. What is the slate? What is that? Oh, the slate. So basically, um, Steven Slate developed a microphone... 
uh, it's got to be like four years now, four years ago. Um, and basically, he sends you a program to go along with it where you get you can change the dynamics of this mic through the computer settings and you can make it sound like a U87. Wow. You can make it sound like some, they give you like 50 of like the most vintage expensive recording microphones in the world as presets. And you, it'll completely change the amount of air, the crispiness of the mic, the warmth of the mic, the tonality of the mic, everything. But what do you it have changes. to start with, Viku? Is, I mean, do you have to start with um, one of their proprietary microphones or can you use this on pretty much any microphone? Um, yeah, it, it has to be. Uh, that's the thing. It has to be a slate mic because if I okay. were to use it on a Neumann or right. you know, any other mic, it, it wouldn't work. Gotcha. Which is, I've tried. <laughs> don't, you, don't you love science, though? I mean, I love these engineers yes. that come up with these things, you know? <laughs> yes, and it, it's so awesome. It's really like, you know, it's like a thousand bucks and you buy it and you don't have to buy another mic because you own like 50 more mics. Wow, that is... It's that, really cool. So, so I'm I'm going to be investing in that soon, which I'm very excited about. But yeah, um, yeah, I got to check know, that I, out, the Slate, man. I love stuff like this. Wow. Yeah, and the Slate mics are awesome, you know... He's got consoles that he's built with, with like, you know, touch stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. I just got mailed the uh, the new Sweetwater catalog. Came in my mail. Yeah. I came back from my run and I said, and there it is. It's like this thick. And I usually throw it out because I oh, say, yeah. I, I don't want to be distracted with equipment because I'm a sucker for that every time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So It's cool. really hard. Yeah, it really <laughs> to is. To not get sucked in. Yeah. So um, I, I want to go back to this, but first, I, I got to play this for everybody. Um, folks, you're going to love this one, too. This is called um, Back to the Future Love. I had a dream We were floating amongst the clouds Believe you were next to me, then time slowed down. down, down. We got a fast car. If you're down for the ride, hold on for tonight. You take me so far. Cause up this side, there ain't no red light. Oceans are bright stars. Go right now's the right time. Future Love. Man, I dig that song. It's one of my faves. And uh, just this is why this job is so much fun. <laughs> Cutting edge, baby. Right on the pulse of people making great music. I just love it. Hey, next 
Let's talk about making great music. This young lady, she is the workingest um, guitar player that I know of out there. She is always working it, always performing, singing, writing, playing, doing her thing. Her name is Erin Coburn. And uh, if you like guitar playing, electric guitar playing, blues, rock, Erin's got it covered. Had a very spirited and fun conversation with Aaron about all kinds of things. We did get into gear a lot and a whole bunch of other things. And uh, she is a very young lady. I think she's only 20. Uh, because at the time of my interview with her, I think she was 19. So um, happy birthday, Aaron. I missed it. <laughs> but we had a fabulous chat about all kinds of things, music. And she shares with us how she had to go and solo using only three notes. I love it. Check it out. Here's Aaron Coburn. Really amazing. That's amazing. It's like a beast that needs tamed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me That's about amazing. some of your heroes growing up, that, and, and, and even current too, people that you mm -hmm. listened to, that you felt like you took away some pearls of wisdom, some learned some licks, and incorporated into your particular style. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had a lot of influences. B.B. Um, King would definitely be one of them because he could just he yeah. could say so much with so little. Um, I went to the Pine Top Perkins um, Guitar Master Workshop down in Mississippi. I got the scholarship, I think, like two years in a row. Um, and it was the coolest experience. And they really stressed down there. They were like, OK, here's one of the first exercises that, that we did. You take three notes and you only use the three notes for an entire solo. And because there were so many people, there were so many guitar players down there that felt like, oh, I need to say this, I need to say this whole stretch of, you know, line for guitar with like a million notes. I need to fit yeah. as much as possible into this one phrase. And that was always something that kind of scared me because I felt like I had to do that. I felt like that was something that I needed to do because all of the guys around me, all of the guitar players around me were doing that. And I was like, wow, I, I can't talk that fast on guitar. Um, and, uh, and so I was always focused on speed and the amount of notes. And so we did that exercise and it just blew my mind. Cause they, and they were like, dude, this is how, this is how BB King, this is how a lot of the older blues gentlemen played because they didn't, they didn't feel like they needed to fit a bunch of notes. They just needed to get their point across. And I'm like, that's, that's such a good point. So, <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's definitely one of the things that, uh, that, uh, yeah, that really resonated with me as far as like, it, like with influences goes for, from BB King. Um, and then I'm, of course, influenced by, by a lot of the newer players. Uh, Gary Clark Jr. is one of the big ones. I love, I love his stuff. He's, he's so cool. And he has a bunch of different, like, fusion things. He's not just blues, but he's also not just rock. He combines, like, punk and fusion and jazz and hip-hop. Any kind of thing, he can just combine it. Um, yeah, yeah, just amazing, amazing. Yeah, and then, of course, Janis Joplin. <laughs> my son's a big fan of Gary Clark Jr. I think he's, my son's in Austin. I think Gary's out of Austin, if I'm not yep. mistaken. And I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, he's been to see him a, bu a bunch of times. And he, uh, yeah, he's just, and you know, he, he, you said he's new, but he's probably been playing for like, like yeah. you know, like decades, you know. But, but uh, He has been playing for a while, but as far as like, he's newer than, than like BB King and, yeah. and some of the older, older guys. But yeah, he's. And yeah, you they're, mentioned they're uh, Janis Joplin too. You mentioned yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, when I was when I was younger and I I had first started um, playing out, I had a lot of people tell me, "Man, you remind me of Janis Joplin." And I think part of part of it was I had some really crazy hair, but uh, another part of it just said like you know like having a free spirit and just again not you can tell like on stage I've always felt more comfortable being on a stage in front of however many people. Versus, you know, going to a party and being around people my age or people like just at a party. I'm way more uncomfortable at parties than on stage. Like on stage, I just feel, you know, I feel like I'm at home and like I'm, I'm comfortable. And I think that's part of the reason like I like Janis Joplin is that she just made that stage her house. You know, like that was like, I, I'm claiming this. I'm just sharing what I, what I have with, with everyone. Like I know them. You've got the introvert extrovert syndrome. <laughs> like you're, yeah. you're like, I'm this, I'm similar than that. I can be the life of the party, but most of the time I'm like, if I'm at a concert, I feel like I'd rather be on the stage where I belong than, than sitting yeah. at a concert watching somebody else. Not that you can't have a good time, but it's just a funny mm -hmm. thing. Uh, you know, Michael Jackson was one who was like the extreme of that. 
you know, he was so introverted off stage, but extroverted on stage, you know, because that was yeah. his thing. That was his house. It's like a, um, it's like a like a like a switch he could flip on and off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's just that's a lot of performers are that way. Just you know, we're, that's yeah. we're a weird bunch of people, you know. I, I hear a woofer. Do I hear a woofer? I'm sorry. I apologize. No, my, uh, my dog. I have dogs upstairs. Where did that go? Oh. No, they're welcome. Uh, they want to chime yeah. in and have anything to say. I mean, <laughs> you know, they can rep a, one of their favorite products here, a milk bone or whatever. They, you know, they choose to. <laughs> I've to got dip. three of them, and they are just—it's a chaotic household because of them. But I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> yeah. Let's do um, this one. Is called Out from Under. Under already falling in time, stress, and applications when come out from under it's time we give in. Spit blood, sex is a sin. I'm out from under already falling in time, stress, and applications when come out from under it's time we give in. Yourself, pack your bags and move on. No time to take back what we said. So before you say it, say it in your head. Speed blood, sex is a sin. I'm out from under, already falling in. Time, stress, obligations, when come out from under, it's time we give in.
Are you feeling it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aaron can play that guitar, no? Yeah, very, very inspired and uh, inspiring to me. Really enjoyed that. I hope you guys dug it. I love having these Spotlight Series show. I forgot how much uh, I really enjoyed this. Reminiscing with Aaron Coburn, The Ivies, Viku, and Sarah Christine. Uh, in no necessary uh, order of appearance. But check out all of these artists and many more at the dharmicevolution.com website. You can pick up all of the Spotify links for the rising Dharmic stars. Right now we have over 100 songs, all original indie artists on there, and it's just going to keep growing and growing. So um, really appreciate it. Please also share this show with somebody you care about, somebody musical, somebody in your family. And uh, I appreciate all of you guys uh, being here on the Dharmic Evolution. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host of the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Ride on, ride on, baby, baby, you and I can find the key Ride on, ride on, we can unlock each other's destiny I taste the breeze of freedom, it's tingling on my tongue You and I out on the road will stay Pictures in your mind I'll take you places 